and welcome to the fourth and final Cheltenham Festival preview podcast for 2019. I am joined by a somewhat bloated Martin Fagan. Not bloated, lad. Tired, lad. Uh, I am joined by top la David Barnes. Still going, son. Still going. Slurring a little. Uh, and Rob Alexander, Scotland's truest horses, horses judge. Yeah, correct. Yeah. <laughs> I only speak the truth. My name is, of course, Richard Churchill, and we are here to preview all seven races the final day of the festival. We start, naturally, with the Triumph Hurdle. Uh, that race is often one that is seen to be a tough, tough one to pick the winner of. Rob, what won last year? Off the top of your head. The Triumph Hurdle winner from last year? Far class. Far class. So I'll be, be, be Mr. Adjudicator. Mr. Adjudicator. Mr. Adjudicator. Mr. Not so much of a judge that way. Like I mean, that was quite loud. Sorry. But of course, this we year. Neither of them in the coral, did they? They both got solid chances. We haven't, but we've moved on from the coral <laughs> because this year, your, <laughs> your, your favourite. Well, your favourite is the Even Money Sir Eric. Go on, your boy. I don't say Kel Destin is seven to one. Pick the Dory, I suppose, is eight to one. Care distance. Um, and Care distance will it be beaten? And Gardens of Babylon is your ten to one. Uh, fourth in the market, Sir Eric. Uh, I think drifted a little bit early in the week due to an in- some injury Got news. A bruised foot, which is basically JP wanted more. It's, it's basically nothing. Okay. It basically, um, it, he drifted out about five to four, eleven <laughs> to eight, and is now back to even. Came more. back in. I think he reached. Was it two point eight on the machine the other day? Two point seven. Yeah. yeah. There was a bit of a drift, but now they've now they've declared Fakir Duderi for the supreme. Seems to be all systems go, and all SSG. <laughs> he should win. Okay. Well, he, sh- he should win the race. Of the short price favourites of the week, is this your strongest? Who are you talking to? All of you. I want someone to answer. <laughs> None of you did. The air was silent for a couple I of think, seconds. I think he will win, okay. to, be honest, to be honest with you. What he's done in terms of the... Beyond other, Tiger Roll, I'd say, yeah. Tiger Roll wins. Okay. In terms of the other, other juveniles around, he looks by far the best. In terms of question marks, you could say if he doesn't get... If they go really quick in the race... His jumping might come under scrutiny. His jumping might come under scrutiny if they go really quick, and then he could potentially find himself in a place where he can't catch them in the in the home straight. But to me, that's very unlikely. Even money, there's a little bit of eleven to ten still around. That looks well. It's very fair. To the classiest one for me. Is the classiest one for you, Barnes? Thing, do you do you agree? Well, if, if we're talking about um, <clears throat> flat rating, um, then then obviously yeah, he defer- was he third to Sadovarius in the in the two mile yeah, uh, two Obviously, that just proves what he, what he was on the flat. He's obviously very very classy. Um, obviously, he's the right favourite. But the one the one that the one that I like in this is the one that I briefly mentioned in the third uh, winter. If he goes there, he's Obviously, already won that race by now, and you probably listen thinking he shit in the red winter. What are you talking about? For? <laughs> but um, he'd, he'd be my main bet if he turned up in the time. He's just a massive price if you have a look. 
Cool Sublime, Sublime is you can get you can get thirty three is Ladbrokes Coral and William Hill and uh, sporting, sporting bet. So you can't get thirty three with Sporting. <laughs> no, that's, that's that's because it's the same. It's owned by Ladies and Carlos. Eh? I have no idea. I'll that's tell you why. Thirty three. They're not even no better, are they? I have no idea. Yeah, all all the way. Yeah, he'd be my main bet in this. Um, basically, he looks the ideal sort of horse you need for Cheltenham in a. In a strong galloper, yeah. On the uh, on on this course, it reminds me a little bit of um, the other one they had, um, Mega Fortune, was it? In the same yeah. same owners, yeah. he looks just like the type proper proper stay stay on a flat, stay stay gonna be a stay on the jumps over jumps. Uh, he was lame last time, so he can mass put a line through that. Forget that. His other ones this season, put him bang there with the rest of them. He actually ran once on the flat. For Peter Fahey, and he won. He didn't look like he was going to win if you watched the race turning in, and he, won't, he didn't look like the winner at all. And he beat the horse of Aidan O'Brien, same training as Sir Derek. Um, he beat a flat horse called Southern France, who then, on, then went on to become um, rated 107. He beat him over 10 furlongs. Southern France went on to become 107 rated flat horse, Sir Derek, I think 109. I think he's got loads of untapped potential this case, course of blind. If he was a 16 chance, I'd be backing him each way, and he's a 33 chance. So I'm, I'm backing him each way twice. I'm, un- <laughs> I'm, I'm unloading on this fella. Um, it's one of them where. If he I, goes. I don't necessarily think he's a good thing or anything, but the price is just you way can, wrong. You can get 33 to 1 non runner no bet can we right now. Can we pause the podcast? Just to bet that. Are we allowed to the podcast? We're not, no. Okay. I'll get on. Say what you want, mate. No, I say this is not, um, it's just all about price for me. If you look at this race, second in is Carol Destan, who, who looks like another typical, a typical Nichols horse in the same sort of, same sort of profile as Grand Sancy in that he runs them non-stop and then he gets to a point where he goes, huh, this might be a fucking scream horse, huh, this might be a sign horse. They're not the sort of horses that win these sorts of races, so not for me. The third in is Pictori, who has apparently done really quick times in France, but I couldn't back an horse without seeing, seeing him in England. Have you watched any of his French runs? Yeah, he looks really good. Oh, no, not, not, not does he look good. The thing that was beating him is an absolute flying yeah. machine. Well, on his, I think it was a run, like two runs before that grade one, Faco Dudery tried to make all in that race and it finished, tailed off nah, seventh. I know it got beaten that, but and it's probably completely different form to what's as going much, on now. As much as you can watch them, I never. You can't take it literally. I've never, I've never trusted anything like that until we see it. But I think he, he does. He does look very good. The last run was in November as well, so it's not like he's. I just, not, I just think it's a it's a weakish race. Like if you said to me now, say that it was seven to four, it wouldn't surprise me on what on what he's actually achieved. Yeah, I think. I'm 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 massively in favour of backing course line just because of the price, but I wouldn't be surprised if um, Gardens of Babylon ran a good a good race either. I think he was he was. Do you dis- think he could turn it around with Sarah? Possibly not, but he was massively disadvantaged because of the, because yeah. of the pace. And right. Barry's going to probably what, be riding it as well, pe- isn't he? What people need to, what people mm-hmm. need to realise is that really? Sir Eric, as lo- as much as he was impressive the last day, everything went right for him. He got he, he got his own way out in front. He jumped well, maybe because he was on his own. 
I do like him. I do think he, he is a he is a rightful fav. But if we're talking about even money chances, we go back. You're breaking this, my heart. We yeah. go back to the same thing as we talked about Tiger Roll. I'd much rather back Min. I fucking actually, you know what? <laughs> I'd much rather back Classical Dream at even money seven places <laughs> <laughs> with Hills in the same. In the same in the I same wonder if Hills will go seven places <laughs> in the triumph. <laughs> <laughs> Four days in, like the, 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 there doesn't seem any rock solid fives that we've spoken about yet uh, so far. And Sirich, obviously, he's the obvious winner, but I couldn't I couldn't really recommend anyone back him at this sort of place. Course of Blind would be my... Um, I do think Gardens of Babylon is interesting yeah, because he was, he was very strong in that race. And, and he was... Well, in terms of prices as well, he was like 16 to 1 in the morning. If you, Got backed into 5 to 1. If you like him, you must you must like uh, Sorry in the... In the in the Fred Winter then? Yeah, I think you Where do. Where is she going to go though? She could in the Fred Winter. Definitely. Elliot did mention he might go to Mayor's Mothers because she gets shitloads away for being a four-year-old. But it's also very know. interesting hearing Mullins talking about Tiger Tap Tap recently. Why well, he likes him. He said he really likes him and he thinks between the race where he beats her, Eric, and the, the other Leopardstown race, he doesn't think he was hard enough on him. Like he didn't really try when he was training him. He was just like... Keep him to the same level. Don't try and get any. Don't try and get any more out of him. Taking all the guy, I think. And he was hampered when he was, he was, when he was, he was, when he was trying to quicken. He was beat. Like, at the it time. it did. I, I know what you mean. It's it, only one run, isn't it? We all talk about this, but it's one one run has changed. It's like me talking about fucking one run. Move it there the other, one earlier. Run, one run has changed the market from Sirelic seven to one Tiger Tap Tap ten to Sirelic even money. Tiger Tap Tap sixteen. Well, on, on the basis of one run where he was allowed his own lead he was allowed to do yeah. what he wanted yeah did he jump well yes did he did he gallop on from the line yes was he impressive yes but for me if I'm looking at this does place, it merit him being even money I couldn't back the even like, I wouldn't say he's the Irish banker for me the Irish banker is fucking City Ireland back that. Yeah. I'd rather back City Ireland to place at what what is he 8, 9 to 1 so you're getting what yeah, eight, almost. 8 to 5 9 to 5 What's it going to be? What's it going to be? Even what's it going? What what is even money price? Five places. I'd rather like City Island five places than yeah. like this thing. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Fair play. Pick door here to me is interesting. Rob's obviously reading off a sheet, so. <laughs> no, <it is>. I <laughs> watched. I watched. Well, you can tell because no, you're because I've been doing it myself. <laughs> I wa- I watched his last three runs in France, and I think every time. He's looked very. He's looked solid at his jumping. Handles both soft and good ground. Shows a bit of speed, and I think the horse that's beat him last twice in graded races looks an absolute monster. And the fact, very fact that Nichols has him and has kept him for this race without even giving him a run, shows that they they must think a lot of him. It wasn't. That wasn't. That wasn't the plan. Kind of Mate, if you are, if you if you look. Three four weeks ago, and you read what Nichols was saying, he was going to miss the festival. They couldn't get him right. They could they could they couldn't put the work into him to get him here. The reason he's he, had he's had a gallop I, at Wincanton though, hasn't I'm he? I'm pretty sure the reason why he's running him now. If you asked if you asked Paul Nichols two three weeks ago, he was a he might run if it's soft, and now he's like yeah, it definitely runs, definitely runs because Sir Eric with the scare the other day. I think that's why he's running him. He's like fuck it, if he runs to one forty, he might have a chance. 
Okay. Um, that's what it is. Isn't it? Definitely, and that's what I think. I thought he looked between, I, between the lines. I think I think Nicholas is running them because watching his French was, runs, I thought he looked good though. Oh, mate, he looks really good. But it looks like a he looks like a good horse. Okay, Gardens of Babylon was the one that did in, did interest me potentially being able to get a lot closer to Sir Eric. Okay, Gardens of Babylon. Yeah. Next, next horse. Next. But but Barnes to summarise just very quickly, bro. I think Sir Eric is a superstar. You don't need me to tell you that. But I, I'd be with Rob. Sir uh, Gardens of Babylon is a good age paper, I think. Um, and you I, want a back city island. No. In a different <laughs> race. Um, I agree with Barnes in the fact that. Sir, I'm, not, I'm not doubting the fact that Sir Eric could be a superstar. He really could be on his platform, how he's bred, where he comes from. But I couldn't back him at the price. Do you think he'll drift on the day? Course of line. Course of line. No, we'll, I think it'll we'll, be Church, he will definitely be 16, 20 times on a day. Yeah. He's really ridiculous. You might get four places as well. Ridiculous price now. Back to 33 now. It is huge. Okay, I'm putting that as the best bet for the race. Um, <coughs> on to the county. Exciting. Well, it wasn't till till the winner came out. <laughs> <laughs> till, the, till the forecast both came out. One <laughs> delay. Uh, obviously, uh, for those who know Martin, he did put up one delay uh, a couple of weeks ago. That's come out uh, since, which leaves uh, Malaya, the Imperial Cup winner, as the fav. Oh, a million, you bollocks! A million. <laughs> I, I mean, I, when I say the fav, it is ten to one the field. Malaya won can the Imperial win. Cup yesterday, Million. nearly falling at the second last. You can't win no, the first Nose down. Million Whiskey Sour, uh, 12s. Monsieur Le Coq, uh, also won the Imperial Cup yesterday, was is uh, 12s. Ura, Ura Dale's not going. Ura Dale's going at the uh, Coral Probably Cup. not going, yeah. Okay. Uh, Southfield Stone, Capitan, I mean, it's pretty open. Bit of money for Chittabello. Chittabello today, bit of money now down to tens. Um, Martin Fagan, you have copious notes. Take yes. us through your county hurdle and bets, please. Um, I, honestly, I mean, I'm gutted about this. Like, I was on Wonderlace and uh, the Willie Mullins or Saglawi, none of bet. They were the two main bets for me in this. Both not. No, yeah, not even com- confirmed. Not even confirmed. Um, but yeah, that's the first thing. The first thing I think you have to say about the county is just mention a couple of couple of stats that always seem to seem, seem to be decent in this race. Uh, the Irish have a really good record in this. Um, eight of the last twelve runnings of this race have uh, been won by Irish horses. Uh, horses who ran last time out in the not last time out who ran in the call that I heard of Labrook's heard or whatever it used to be called or it is called now are like five from thirty four this this century I think it's plus seventy one points pounds they okay. obviously that's that's significant uh, and another stat is um, horses who started on a flat minimum five runs have won seven of the last eleven renewals so it's just a couple of stats that obviously. Kind of don't necessarily dictate what you bet, but if you do bet something and you look and you think, well, obviously this is this is good. Uh, one thing I always do think when I look at the county is I say, if I fancy something for the county, I say number one is he Irish. If it's yes or no, fine. If it's yes, very good. If it's no, there's only two other options after that. If he's not Irish, is he trained by Paul Nichols? That used to be the only other question five years ago. Now there's another question. It's if he's not trained by Paul Nicholas, is he trained by Dan Skelton? Mm. Former Paul Nich- 
Paul, <laughs> Paul Nichols uh, assistant or whatever he was back then. Uh, I think that's the way it goes. If you're not backing a Paul Nichols horse, a Dan Skelton horse, or a Nice horse, you're, you're doing your cash in, in this race, basically. Um, the one I always I come down on, and you're going to laugh, but is my old friend, Grenade. Oh, oh, I will wow. laugh. That's a long. That's a long way off. I really do think. He, I really do think he, he, he's a decent price in this. Like he wouldn't have been on my radar. I basically, I wrote an absolute essay for this race about the two horses I fancied, one the Lation Staglawi, and I just put at the end of it in capitals, delayed, as in like I'll mention him kind of thing. But now that them two come out and loads of decent horses come out, it's such a weak race. He really, really can go well. Like he ran, he ran well, he ran well in in this last year. Considering he ran on the inside with all the bad ground was that day, I finished seventh. He also ran really well the time after that at A in the Scottish Champion Hurdle. He came fifth. David Russell gave him an absolutely terrible ride. He switched him inside at the wrong time, lost ground on him, stayed on like a train at the finish, and after it. Yeah, BHA or whatever it was, they released, they, they tweeted that um, he was struck into that day, so you can kind of upgrade his run. Uh, he's been dropped two pounds since the county. And I, I've always thought of him as a proper two mile hurdler. He's had his chance now in the county last year. The stats were against him last year. No horse, horses who haven't ran in a handicap here, look got a terrible record. He's ran in a couple now, a couple of competitive ones. He knows, he knows the script. He didn't like the heavy ground last time, soft to heavy, whatever. If it's better ground, which it definitely will be, the Friday of Cheltenham, he's got a massive chance. You can get Berlaid at 25 to 1, normal or no bet, at Paddy Power. I've had a small bit. Don't rush for that. It'll be bigger than I've had a small... Well, here we go. You say that. He's had, I've had a small bit at 25. And I do bind in the fact that all these horses came out and he didn't show them because of who he is, believe he hasn't run for a year or whatever. But the question I have is who's David Russell going to ride in this race? That's the question we all have. There isn't a there isn't a gig and sound horse you can ride. There's a clear could... a clear to both out that's a million on Jack Kennedy if it runs. There's yeah. due there's due reward a million on Rachel Blackmore. There is no other horse in this race that oh, can get in. Part of that double. That's David Russell. Fair enough. Yeah. If this if this runs, this will be David Russell. So I've had to have a I've had to have a little go with this twenty five because I really can see it being 14, 16 on the day. It might be a week because obviously it's been off so long, but he's Fair enough. I, I do think the old the old friend uh Blake will go well. I did like your Adele for this, but apparently Little bit tells me he's not running. He's going to run the lap pipe. Um, if he if he is declared, then message me. I'll tell you why he's hit in. But I don't think he is. <laughs> uh, Capitan is another one who's interesting to me just because he's Paul Nichols. Um, Paul Nichols won this race a couple of years back, five, six, whatever. With um, Barnes, tell me. A horse. American trilogy. No, not that one. A couple of years after. Um, going to pissed up a gentleman and the cabal and came back and went again. Names on the tip of my tongue, but I can't think of it. Is it tip of my tongue? I want to say Desert Quest, that was the last time I won. I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess at Lac Fontana. That was the one. <laughs> what, a, what a guess. You need a great guess. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, God, yeah. I'm good. Basically, 
basically, <laughs> Cabotan, uh, so basically, obviously, I'm separately. 11 he's, to 1. He's kind of like a cliff horse. Cabotan, I'm not 100% sure I'm going to back him, I'm just, putting him, I'm just mentioning him because he's the type of horse that Nichols has done well with. Like, he was a, he was a really, really good novice earlier, but he never used to seem to like finish out his, his races. And he ran he ran in the handicap earlier at Cheltenham a couple of years ago. Not, mm. not, not in March. And he travelled like a dream as he normally does. And then I'll save us some time because And then was a nightmare in the finish. But that tournament yeah. race, he looked like he'd finally he's a, penny had dropped. Exactly, he, he yeah. looked like a different horse. He's yeah. had a wind off. He looked like a different and horse he, last if time. If you can say he's he was a one three seven horse that day. He could be a lot better. He could he, this captain he, he really could be a one fifty horse. Um he's obviously interesting. Bonds, you like Capitan? I've got some more. Of course you do. Um, Whiskey Sour. I wasn't massively keen on him, but I did like you all that more, but it's someone... Isn't your dog against the Coral Cup? Little, little beard, he tells me he goes to here. Little beard, what's on? Matt and Piper, apparently. But um, yeah, Whiskey Sour, same, same ownership. He ran well in the race last year. He's been off. Winnie Mullen said in the stable tour at the start of the season that he was going to aim with these sorts of races and he obviously should go well. And the other one who ran... In the same race as Wonderlation, all these sorts of things at Leopardstown is a, a clear the bofo. I've seen a couple of people on Twitter saying he should probably go for Martin Pipe, but he, he doesn't seem to fit the trends for that race for me. No, he you, seems like you want man. you want to have a, you an effort a, over you, a trip, don't yeah, you? Yeah, you want to go for the Martin Pipe for, for the county. You want to gallop, but you want something that's two miles, but also gallop. So for the Martin Pipe, clear the bofo. I'm sorry to. Well, just of all of them, so best bet. It's tough, mate. I need to see the, the jockey bookings and the pace and stuff. Okay. Blade will obviously be getting back because of who he is and what he's done in the past. Um, Capit- well, Capitan seems to get support from Barnes as well. Whiskey. Capitan was my main one. I think Whiskey Sour, Capitan and Blade. I'll pull you back all them three if they run. I cleared a bofo potentially on price. He looked a bit bit of a one pace animal, but he'll, he'll definitely be in the places. If someone goes ridiculous places like hills, like sevens or something on the day, then Eclair would be one for them. But yeah, I just I just feel that Eclair de Bofo doesn't need the step up and trip at the I moment. I think he's all right, isn't he? And the thing is, the front three in that race, off you go, Jeski and Gorbatov, they've all been taken out by they've all been taken out by JP because of the handicapper smashing them. Mm-hmm. And Eclair de Bofo has only gone up six pounds. The one thing I will say about Declare the Bobo is he had a lot of runs. Talking about seven runs to win a maiden hurdle. So maybe he's past it. You know what I mean? He's not going to peak at Cheltenham. Yeah, he might. He's kind of like the sort of horse that Gordon's like, ran, 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 because Gordon just wants to win races. He's won a race, then he pissed up in a, in a weakest race, and then he's put him in handicap early. He's ran well. If, if there's one out of that race, Yorodel, Jeski, all them, who's not going to run his race next time. It's possible it's him. Yeah, it's but possibly him, but... He's still on my list for this. In terms of the way he kept on in that race, and all the other... The, the front three, that all of JP's, off you go, Jeski and Ivanovic Gorbatov, have all been put up at least £10 off their Irish marks, whereas the Claire de Bofo's only gone up five or six, I think. Uh I think he has actually he has very decent novice hurdle form, and yeah, I think he's been quite well treated by the handicapper. And again, Martin mentioned whiskey sour as well, whiskey sour. I think he goes well fresh. He shows a liking for the 
for the for the track. One thing uh, you say about him, like horses will run well in this in the past, run really well, and he he was third as a novice last year. Yeah, and he, he, was. He, he got a horrible. Game. I th- I think it's a weaker race this season. And yeah. if he produces the same kind of performance, he'll be very close. If he turns up, I'll back him, yeah. But yeah. I, I didn't think this was his race, but I guess we'll see. Yeah. It's, it seems like Whiskey Cower is going to be aimed at this and Uridil is going to be going elsewhere. Mm. And Barnes. County Hurdle, Capitan we know, but... Capitan and Whiskey Tower. Whiskey Tower. That's it. Hold on, did you just say if he turns no. Yeah. yeah. Whiskey Sour, if you no, yeah. I think the Corals is race, mate. The biggest judge in the point when this year is on. We are, we are <laughs> recording. Like you. We are recording. Yeah, <laughs> The Albert Bartlett <laughs> Novices Hurdle is headed in the field by three, four runners. Yeah, it's wide open. Seven, Seven to, to one, one to each to four. Um... Commander of Fleet, Birchdale, Dickie Diver and Liz Nagar Oscar, who we saw. Yeah, we saw there. we saw him win at Haydon, Haydon, didn't we, Church? Were you on? No. I told you to get on. You didn't tell me. No, you didn't pass that message. Up. I don't think I got the message in time. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, it's a slog of a race. I hate the outbar. It's my least favourite race at the festival. Why? I don't know. Never enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> David Barnes, who it's wins? Did you do bollocks on it? It's very possible. Who wins the Albert Bartlett, David Barnes? I'm a massive fan of Liz Nagar Oscar. Of Liz Nagar Oscar? This is not what he wants. Cheltenham, goodish ground. If that's the case, he hasn't got a prayer. Like, I mean, it's definitely Cheltenham. Put you, put you a massive, you a massive <laughs> That is definitely the case. It's definitely Cheltenham. I'm a massive fan of this. But this doesn't So in that case, <laughs> you, are you dismissing it? I'm absolutely dismissing it. He, he, he can't wait. Of, of the horse. Ah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, the horse. So where, what is ideal conditions then? Haydock. Haydock or new reason from like that. Just on mind, yeah. yeah. Proper galloping track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Proper galloping track. Five furlongs from the last. Listen to Gallagher and mine. Okay. He, hey, is he a Haydock? He was outpointed hey. by Rock Point, wasn't Shut he? Shut up, yeah. Stars, he wasn't like that. He was outpointed by Rock, Rock Point. Rock Point, yeah. Cheltenham yeah. In it's December. It's Cheltenham was. Like, people have been going up about his uh, times at Haydock. Yeah, I agree who, with who, that. Who's been going up about that? And you hold on. Yeah, fair play to him, but he's not, he's not a Cheltenham horse. And uh, you travel like a dream against Rock Point, and Rock Point isn't, isn't a very good horse. So he, he didn't get up the hill against him, so... Um, the one for me, without a doubt, would be Commander of Fleet. Who do Fagan put up for the Supreme? What? Just like, <laughs> <laughs> definitely sh- shaking his head. Definitely didn't. <laughs> Any race, I said, yeah. Commander of Fleet. Any race, as long as it's the Supreme, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's, yeah, I thought I'd raise that. Um, well, he's got Michael, class to My Gordon Mole told me he wants to have that. <laughs> Commander of Fleet for Barnes. What he what he failed to mention. Can I talk about the favourite yeah. What he failed to mention. What he failed to mention was after he's already ran one. Rob Alexander, <laughs> you have another. You're opposing Commander of Fleet. It's such a wide open race at the moment that it's it's hard to properly talk up anything at the top of the market. But Birchdale has been on my radar for quite a while. Uh, obvious, Chester, obviously, obviously. 
obviously the race he won at Cheltenham was handed to him by Bruno Storm. Of course it was. But I think I think it would have been pretty close because Birchdale, for me, for me, he stayed on well up the hill. I thought he was paddling that. He was like this. He didn't have he didn't have anyone. He didn't have anything to run against. I thought he stayed on quite nicely. Uh, I think three miles is well within his reach. Uh, and also, if you look at the form of his first novice hurdle win in Warwick, uh, the form looks pretty good. Uh, winners that have come out of the race were the second, third, fifth, sixth, seventh and sixteenth in that race at Warwick. So the form does look pretty strong. He is inexperienced, uh, but I think he's worth the risk. At this kind of test, and yeah, I think I think the triple suiting Birchdale obviously uh, probably would have struggled against Bruno Storm. I think, like in terms of pace, but in terms of staying power, might have battled him off the hill. Or something. Birchdale, he looks like a stayer. Bruno Storm looks like a two and a half mile horse, whereas Birchdale looks like a three mile horse. Uh, and up, one other one in this no, race. I, I know what you mean. Bruno Storm could possibly be two miles in a fast pace, whereas Bearsdale looks yeah, the opposite. He's a proper yeah, stayer. And then at a big price, there's one of Ben Pauling's called Nadetak. Nadetak? He won the River Don, where they went an absolutely relentless gallop. I think there was only three or four runners, but it was, it was very impressive for me. I thought he won the River Don. Very impressively, he looks like a thorough stayer, and the way he's ridden is to be held up or either mid, either held up in midfield. I think he can pick up the pieces if they go if they go fast in this race, uh, and I think he'll even thrive for the proper test of Cheltenham up the hill. I love I love the way he galloped all the way like all the way to the line at Doncaster and. Yeah, I think I think if he goes here, he's got a big chance at a, a good double figure price. Yeah, you can guarantee back twenty fives for the day tack. Fagan, yeah, he'd be my, he'd be my each way play. I like on it. the day, on the day. Yeah, Birchdale and him. Well, I'm Fagan. The old um, I'll buy it. <clears throat> yeah, I've been fooled in this race a million times before. Like. You look at this horse, it's had a couple of runs, it's got loads of potential, and you're like, oh my god, this shit's an 8 to 1, it's huge, it'll be forced. So it just doesn't seem to work like that in this race. You need a horse that's, that's battle hardened, and I've given up on that sort of flashy horse. Like, I, I, sounds like I'm after town, I am a little bit, but I remember being in a shop once and back and fucking when I was in our kids' paddies and had a little gold bobs with. I thought you were going to say Boston Bob. No, I'm back him, and, and he and he won really well. And then and then obviously since then you're like, oh, this is what wins these races, you know, the proper classy, flashy, uh, no, strong traveling types and all that. But at the end of the day, that was an horse in a fucking novice hurdle, Cheltenham that turned turned into a great one horse, fucking gold cup horse. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't look at it like that. Like the winners of this race, if you go back and look at the stats, are battle hard and horses like. And there's a few for me to fit the profile. Like you need to have had a couple of runs. Uh, Dinon's full Gordon Elliott. 
Um, he's an obvious one, and I've got in brackets price gone because it has. It was, was he twelve to one? Now? It was it was twenty it was twenty five it was twenty five thirty He's now about 16, 14, 12 So he's a course and distance winner. Who who who? Which is exactly the same as um, Kilbert and Storm was last year, and he was overlooked. Mate, it doesn't matter about that. He was in the summer races at air, wasn't he? It doesn't fucking matter. Penel won this. He had 465 runs on the flat. <laughs> um, that's a lot. 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 Fuck all that because I just like like his profile. Um, he ran really well over two two mile two and three, two and three quarter miles in the Grade One at Leopardstown behind Commander of Fleet. If you watch that race back on the replay, he looked like he was going to fall out the back of the telly before he started the turn for home. He stayed on after he stayed on after the set after two hours. Um, the eye catcher that day, apparently was relegated because she was out the back and she jumped badly and then she stayed on. But if you watch it, she makes up the ground and she's there, bang there with her with first approach. But then he's the one who stays on best from the second last. She might look like she's gaining on him from from what would have been the last, but he's made the ground up earlier and I think he would have been just as good a bet as her and she'd have been a single figure price. Do you know, just one point to nine make. or ten. Horse from that race to that I'm race, Gal, Gal and John Joe from that race won today. No, not just that, but I mentioned it before when I mentioned Rhinestone. The form of this race, it just looks like the type of race that's going to be a strong race. That I'm gonna have to go back to my notes to just mention the other one. Um, was it Collar Cup? Yeah, the sixth horse that day, Shungaya for Joseph, he beat 18 lengths. He should have won off 1 3 2 that day. He really should next time out. He's won the punches town. Cap York won the race, but he looked vulnerable. And I wanted him to get beat because he tipped him up the time before and he was a non runner. And no one of them were you watching it come down to so like, you better fucking get beat here, lad. And just Chungaya was definitely gonna win. He should have won off one three two. So let's say he wins and he goes to one three six, one what three eight. He's beat eighteen lengths. And the way I look the way I look at this race is the first horse is Commander of Fleet. The second horse is Rhinestone. The third horse is Gallant, got John Joe, whatever. They're all, when they turn for home, they're all one, two, three, or one, two, four. And they finish in a similar order. First approach, when the pace quickens before they turn for home, he looks absolutely fucked. You're watching it thinking, Oh, he's, he's a million. On the machine, he must have touched a thousand or close. He must have been in the hundreds. Well, he definitely would have touched a thousand. He got beat. But yeah, but like, he looks completely beat and then he stays back on. And I just think he's an absolutely massive price. Like, 33 to 1 he is now. I've backed a little bit of it. But the reason why I'm not getting involved 
even more is because I looked at the machine he's like 80, 60, 70 and I've been like nibbling away a couple of quid here and there but I'm just thinking what's the point of me taking 33 when I'm probably going to be able to get that on the day maybe get 50 on the day or whatever so I've nibbled a little bit of 33 as you do when you you keep watching replay and you're starting and shit he might be 60 or whatever but first approach at the place is a, is, is a, is a great bet like and another thing to back that up in terms well to give you more confidence is no need won this a few years back with a very 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 similar horse very very wood, very wood. yeah the only difference would be he had the best jockey ever on him and this one would have flanagan on but Flanagan's yeah. alright Carberry was on it wasn't he yeah Flanagan's okay <laughs> no Paul Carberry. Carberry would be the best yeah. one of the best all, all time kind For of sure. thing um, so yeah so so I did like Dinon's profile wise but the price seems to have gone and I double the price first post looks the bet I kind of agree what Barnes is coming from kind of he's all got an obvious chance he's pretty He's four times shorter than the first approach and I think if you put first approach on the same place as Commander Fleet turning in to the finished upsides um, Dicky Diver is the one I would have had two or three years ago because he looks like an absolute fucking machine well mm. he probably won't win are we still talking about the Albert Bob? yes he probably won't win but he'll, he'll run a good race and he'll probably be a future superstar if it rains a lot which I don't think it will I'll, I'll be still Darren Ross not bad, if it yeah. rains a lot which I don't think it will uh, Darren Ross has got an another obvious, obvious chance. He's a, he's a, he, he reminds me in not not in the way he runs, but in the similar situation race wise, ground wise of Martel Otawa back in the day. In the fact that he wants the soft ground and he's just going to be relentless galloper. Um, his form's also working out. Uh, Cap York was behind him in that limited race. He's won since, as I said, that one three two. And there's a couple of others behind there. The Mountain Pipe winner. It finished behind him that day, but we'll get on to that in a bit. Yeah, first approach looks massively overpriced. Should be half. Okay, so first approach the best bet of the race. Hundred <coughs> percent. If it if it were to rain, does Darren Ross move in that into that position as best bet? Yeah, Darren Ross never becomes best bet for me as long as first approach <laughs> is thirty. If if first approach is sixteen and Darren Ross is ten on the day and there's been rain, yeah. Loads then, of Ross becomes the best bet, yes. Okay. But if first approach is 20, 25, it's the best bet. 100% the best One bet. to mention if it rains as well, the big dog. The big dog. For the- Woo! Martin Fagan. Was he not declared for the Supreme? Hopefully not. Uh, Randy, don't even check your phone. Stop it. Mm. You're wasting your battery. It's the worst thing you've ever said. Of course he wasn't. He needs 26 miles. The big, big bite. <laughs> the, the, big, the, big, the big dog. Don't even check your phone. For, the worst for, thing you've ever said. Even, I, if it wait, it, even if it wastes 0.01% of your battery, it's still a waste of time. That race at Leopardstown we've been talking about. Good race, mate. That the big dog didn't handle the ground, but it was one of the strongest backed. Oh, in the show, well went fourteens yeah. into thirteen to two in the show. He ran well. The time they obviously was. think a second, lot. Second horse, I thought was a dog one the other day as well. They obviously <laughs> they think a real lot of that horse. But the trainers come out and said he needs soft ground. So yeah. if if it rain, if it rain, if it rains, you can kind of excuse the fucking run at Leopardstown. You can, it was, yeah. It was like concrete rain that day. Yeah. And <clears throat> the way he was backed, like, I've. Ne- you rarely see you rarely see somebody back like that in the sh- a horse back like that in the show without 
It was like somebody close to the yard fancying it. Great fancy, yeah. Like fourteens into thirteen to two. I think if it well, if they went it, from it, the front, didn't they? Yeah. If it's soft ground, it's got a chance. Okay, so go on. The we move on to the feature race of the day, probably the feature race of the week. Uh, it's one. <laughs> it's one that probably. <laughs> <laughs> Arguably the feature race of the oh, festival. Yeah, I, it's certainly one I enjoy. What, Martin Pope? <laughs> uh, it is headed by presenting Percy, your 72 oh, yeah. favourite. Stop doing that. Oh. Uh, the second fab is last year's winner, Native River. Clanders Oboe, you can get 9 to 2, non runner no bet. Ke- not that it matters, I suppose, at this point. Ken Boy, 9 to 1. Bells Hill and the rest, 12s. So, David Barnes, what's going to win the Gold Cup? Is, is Native River going to go back-to-back? Uh, only if it lashes down. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is, it's snowing currently in Germany, so I genuinely cool. hope it does. No? But, um, it's, going to be all right. it's going to be going to be good to start. I mean, it is currently snowing. I've literally seen videos of snow yeah. today in Germany. And Barnes, he showed me literally a photo after what you had said. It was fine. Okay. Mm. That, that was a you know how weather works sometimes it can be raining sometimes it can be fine mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. weather okay but weather <laughs> what's going on you, you've got to be worried about presenting Percy's prep but um, he wins by the same token they've chosen to do that and weren't we worried about his prep last year for the RSE well no. I'll tell you what is a much worse prep having a hard as shit race in the Gold Cup the year before because you can't go and win the Gold Cup after that. And yeah, it takes so what's the worst prep? Fucking falling over fences and then going stairs like fucking Bacardi. <laughs> <laughs> At least they've planned to do this, mate. Yeah, well, they've chosen it. It's, exactly. It's, it's, exactly. It's a bit strange, but they've chosen to do that. And I, I think he's the most likely winner for me. I think you can't argue with Pat Kelly anymore. He's proved it. Stop, many, stop trying to. How many years on the bounce has he won a race at Cheltenham? Three? Three, yeah. Mm. Percy twice and Dean. Percy twice and Maldini before. before. Like, the man obviously knows what he's doing. Or has he just got a good horse and got lucky with Maldini? Yeah, but it's like... Three, it's like three, three. Maldini. Maldini wasn't as big as you I, I'm not, I, I don't know. I'm just... It's I'm, like it's like the point we... It's a point we discussed earlier, isn't it? Where they've got one very good horse... And they don't know what else to to run it alongside on the gallops, but it still fucking wins every. That time. was a good point you made, though. Yes. So. Uh, uh, so you're firmly with presenting Percy. Yeah, I can't. I I don't really understand. I just really want to see it win purely because everyone else will be annoyed about it. Hmm. <laughs> and to give the fucking fingers to everyone. Yeah. Fagan, are you with presenting Percy as strongly as well? Yeah, massively, mate. Uh, I think I think he is definitely the one to beat. He's unbeaten two stars as Cheltenham. Would you would you say that of all the big races, all the big horses, all the big expectations going into this week, that presenting Percy is the strongest big name? Are you are you that confident in presenting Percy of all the perhaps the feature races? I suppose Altior is probably. Maybe, I, think, I suppose. I yeah, he's the best. I think he's the best five in terms of price. Price versus yeah value. Hundred percent. Well, okay. What? Yeah. Name me a better fab. Name me a better tante. Fuck off. One down the field. If you've got one, I mean, I've got a few. Yeah, down the field. Manila Rocco in place a couple of years ago, didn't it? And we've, so you do get some good price places for sure. Um, you do. 
Well, what I'd say is the reason why I think Fred and Percy's got such a good chance is um, morally elegant escape, Albion Photo, Invitation Only, doing it because these are all horses who were novice chasers last year and just I think the novice chase bunch from last year is just a really strong cock basically. Like um, they've all won decent races, uh, Monley, okay, fair enough, won a ship ship medals, elegant escapes won a fair few races, won the last national. Yeah. Albion Photo won a, a race or two more, but it was a really good time and he beat a few horses who've gone out to factor form. Invitation only Tyesti, he's doing a cost wonder what was it, the Ice National Trial trial, whatever yeah, it was. It was yeah. So they've all kind of franked it. Um I've got two that I probably will back. One I will definitely back is Albion Photo. Uh, he looks to be a good bet for me. Uh, I don't think he was completely done for when he fell last year in the RSA at the uh, second last. I think he would have come second. Yeah, he definitely would have come uh, second. Uh, I think Ruby was just Ruby just kind of held on to him. He just waited and said, like, go on, pop that. And he fucked it. Um, I think he'd have been a good second to present to Percy. He put up a really good time when beat at tomorrow, as I said, when beating Total Recall, Invitation Only and Alpha the Zobo were both behind him that day. Invitation Only and Alpha the Zobo were then one, two in the diocese, so obviously that's got that form's been frank. Um and the other one, I wouldn't put people off slightly less strong on him now because the ground looks like it's gonna be half decent. But if there's extra places coming today, maybe four or five, whatever. I uh, wouldn't completely rule out elegant escape. Uh, if if it's gonna be these uh, soft, good softish, which obviously they're not gonna let it be good because they like water. Uh, three mile, three mile two round Cheltenham should be should be right, right up his street. Like he's he's always staying on past. Maybe staying on past all the horses who've cried enough, like Clanders or what we'll get to in a minute. Oh, good. Um, the faster pace. Will definitely bring his proven stamina into in into it, and um, horses apparently. Uh, I never used to be into racing. Oh, horses, uh, I never used to be into racing when some of these won the Welsh National and doubled up in the golf. <laughs> but um, apparently, Butterhill Lad, Cool Ground, Master Hunts, uh, they all they all won. <coughs> They all won they all won the Welsh National and have won a Gold Cup before. Another one who I did see win the fucking Gold Cup was synchronised. So obviously it's not the worst route to take. It shows you stay well and staying is And you're a boat. Yeah, you're a boat. You have I'm to not be saying he's gonna win, but if something goes wrong, if, per- if Percy fell and you you know Get to Clanders over, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, slagging off. Uh, my <laughs> my Bison River I've had ridiculously tough race last year in the Gold Cup and they don't seem to be the same horse hey same horses as they were for me this year I could not back either of them especially my fight Native, Native River I kind of see where people are coming from maybe he's a hardy horse and he, he's right can't he's, be a great price pass and he's been running in, in the wrong races obviously Kempton race he didn't run too bad but a 5-1 not it, even that it wouldn't now. really be for me I've been a massive fan of Clanders Ovo for a long time. Like you asked me last year who mm-hmm. the better in the in the eighties. I was well pleased with his money. Better ball whatever we back in each way. Oh, who's the better here? Clanders Ovo. I've always thought he'd be a decent chaser. I never thought he'd be as good as what he actually is right now. But he's north for four at Cheltenham and he's four to one for a fucking gold cup. 
it's just completely the wrong price. It's just the type of thing someone wins at a completely different course and he's this price. And then they, he's about two stone better right-handed than he is left-handed. If he wins the Gold Cup, fair enough. I love Paul Nichols. I love, I love Dior's, but I just couldn't be backing him at the same price as Seven Percy or the same price as a million other horses we talked about in in this. I just don't think three miles to you going left-handed at a ferocious gallop at Cheltenham is what he wants. Another one I can't have either is Ken Boy. He needs to prove himself for me. He's a such a short. I can't believe he's the shortest horse of the, all the Willie Mullins runners. Isn't Bell's Hill the one that's tailor made? He, won, he won a tactical affair in the Grade One Leopardstown. Quite a I can't have him. Do you want to go off Spells Hill? I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> it's alright. He's another <laughs> one with a poor Cheltenham record. I know it was the bumper horses done running well in that. Then he ran in Supreme. Okay, fair enough. Was that a, was a ridiculous. It was, it was the wrong. It was the wrong trip. And I know before I get into the right right-handed uh, talk, he ran well at Ainsy and he should have won that day. Patrick gave him a shocker. But he's won every single race apart from one going right-handed, and the only one he didn't run, he didn't win, is his Irish national when he came fifth, and he traded about three on that day. I don't know what happened. Comes at the last. Don't know whether he spooked, whether he was knackered or what. But something happened that caused carnage. Jumping it, yeah. he ended up finishing fourth, got demoted to fifth or whatever. <laughs> Basically. He looked like he was doing shit in that day, and if he would have, which it wouldn't have been a big price, he was threes on the machine, he would have been unbeaten going right handed. I think he's better going right handed than Bell's Hill. But if I had to have a bet, I'd back Percy, win, Albion photo each way, and if there's stupid extra places come the day, elegant escape is your kind of Annabelle fly from last uh, year. I think, as it, as I think elegant escape has a massive chance in the race to win. No, I think I think he's what in any ground or no, he's overpriced purely because what you need for a gold cup is he, to he very need, specifically needs you need to stay further. Ground, yeah. You need to stay further, mm. and I think what he did against was it he ran a race against Frodon in the Cotswold Chase, didn't mm. he? Where you, you got pro- probably should have won that. I just told you, no worries. I think you're he, very fast. I think you stay you're definitely not fast. Stays all day in the Welsh National. Actually, if you look at the race, it was time was very good under the weight he was carrying. And he, he seems to hit a flat spot, doesn't he? He, always, he does always a, hit a flat spot, but in a gold cup like this, I look at it and think he's going to hit it early, surely. Then we're going to have to get at him. And once they get at him, that's when he starts racing. Exactly. The worst thing exactly. is, the worst thing is for Elegant Escape is to run in a conditions race with a few runners and for him to be going, oh, nice, he's travelling all right. And then something happens and, and he's like, shit, fuck, I have to go. In this race, he's going to be forced yeah. to, to to bring his own stamina into play it early will, and it, hopefully it keeps going. It will, like a dumb, a la Don Polly, you know, will, that sort of stamina. For me, it almost rings of... A synchronized style performance from him. No, yeah, yeah. That, that, where, that's what I said the night before with the Welsh national. Where, where, where he's asked to actually try to get to put the race to bed early, and then it looks like he's failing to do that, and then they'll stay on. So I say, presenting Percy probably wins, but elegant escape would be my second. Elegant escape, your second Barnes. Percy wins. Mm. I, I think I think the whole angle about him being 
not race they were played because they've he's chosen smashed. to do that like, yeah he's absolutely smart yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they've chosen to do that I mean okay we are moving Fox on Hunters. to the Fox Hunters which I've been promised is going to be quick yeah. um, no bet for me don't speak to me no bet for Fagan the Fox Hunters is led by stand-up and fight at 7-2, Chalo Conti 5-1, Hazel Hill 11-2, Road to Rome 6s, 7, Shantou Flyer, Canterbury 10s, bigger the rest. Uh, David Barnes, very quickly, have you got a bet in the Fox Hunters? Stands up, it wins. Lovely. That's the fab. Stands up and shite in. <laughs> Lovely. I think if, if Canterbury puts up a similar performance to last year, it's got a chance. And at a massive price... The hero of Haydock. Oh, wow. Sybarite. Oh, wow. Sybarite. You, 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 you can get 100 to 1 about a Sybarite. <laughs> this is a horse that... In this, race, in this race, when you see horses trying to go up the hill, they're, they're going literally human walking pace. Sybarite will be absolutely flying home. <laughs> Sybarite will be flying home at the finish. It's an idea. Like a human walking thing. Yeah, I love the, the, the visual of all these horses, like they're treading water and Sybarite sprinting. All it depends. actually have one in this. If Sybarite is within 100 lengths of the front three. He'll finish 95 lengths. Going around go the bend. Going around the home turn. Oh. He'll finish close. Sure, sure. Okay, well that is great. A hundred to one shot on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, what I mentioned in this, obviously the way the weather looks, weather man himself, like um, it looks like it's going to actually be a half decent ground, and I would really not put you off an each way bet on wonderful charm in this. Should have won the race a couple of years ago. He got an absolutely disgusting ride for Gertie Ward. He's got a great dance. Nichols has won it obviously the last two years, has he, with Pasha? Pasha yeah, the Polo yes. looks yeah. gone at the game. Looks gone at the game. This this wonderful jam, um, obviously was a was a very decent horse for Nichols. Nichols used to talk it up as if it was gonna be a world there. It was an RSA team. And he used to think it was a world there. I didn't think it was that good. Uh, ran really, really well. I think it was two years ago. Came second and should have last year. Should have won should have won with Katie on. Last year, disappointing, but ground is yeah. completely not what it wants. It was soft ground last year. Um, any any sort of beaten ground, it goes really well. Really well made, I think it should be Jingle Figures. That's a so, wonderful charm. Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't have it wrong ground, but it just, just reminded me when, when you said, well, that's something else. Given that we are with Martin Fagan, we know that he is quite the slut for the handicap hurdle. We're going to try and leave as much time as possible for the Martin Pipe, which is the last race of the festival. So we're going to speed through the Johnny Henderson Grand Annual. I've only got two for the Pipe. Um, <laughs> da- David one Barnes. Four wins, one comes second. Magic Saint is the Grand Annual Fab at 9-2. to two. So sure. What's wrong with you? Um, what's wrong with you? Honestly? What's wrong with Magic What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just as a It's 8-1. to one. Um, Le Prezien. Uh, 10s, expatriate 12s, and not another muddle 12s, bigger the rest. Barnes, have you got a pick in the Grand Annual? Le Prezien is my pick. Le Prezien at 12s, and why is yeah. that? Basically, it's a very specialist race, and uh, you need to have been there and done it with this before. Okay. Um, what's wrong with you? Is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. 
It was for ten pound for it, the, its last one, which was um, a little bit harsh because I, I think it will come on a ton for its last one and uh, whatever. But um, we're present. It won this last year off one pound lower mark, and this is everything he needs. He just needs a very, very fast run, two miles, and um, yeah, that's my pick. Great, Martin, Martin Fagan, Grand Daniel. I agree with Bob Barnes. He said about the president, he's, he should be sure. I don't know what he is. He's, he's, what, what is he in relation to last year's mark? A couple of pounds? One pound. One pound. Yeah, it's ridiculous, mate. I can't, I can't, he should be an eight. Won they last year? Yeah, off, What price did he go off? Just out of interest. Any yeah, idea? I'm not, I'm not sure. I think he went off double figures, isn't it? 15 That's quite knowledge. I'm not sure, but, but he shouldn't be the price he is right now, just because of that. I agree. Yes, I agree. I, I must say that he jumped terribly last time, but... I don't know whether that was that was he wasn't off or that, but obviously Paul Nichols was they normally jump well and he won it last year. It wouldn't surprise me if he if he ran well. But the one I like in this is uh, Mind's Eye. I think he should go well. Even he's off one four two, and he just looks the type for me that um, a fast two miles should suit him. Like really shoot him down to the ground. He's the type of watch you want for this. He's 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 a traveller, and. Um, he ran well last time at Leicester Town, I think he came fifth, did he? I think he yeah. over two and a half. And, and, uh, that was a good handicap as well. Yeah, it was a strong race that. He's, he's, he's been putting some decent races there this year. Uh, Sides lower there, it's an handicap. Fast run race, I think my guy goes well. And if I'm not mistaken, I might be wrong, I think uh, Novices have a half decent record in this but He'd be the one. I, I always look for specific, specific types for this. Because uh, they, they do they do tend to go mad gal and uh, mind's eye would, would really interest me in this. I mind's think, eye. I think, I think twenty to one mind's eye. Oh, yeah, it's a big it is a big price. Yeah, maybe he's a one runner, mate, I don't know, but uh, obviously everything I say if you if you've done your if you've done your bollocks mm-hmm. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday because you've been back in Antipos, I apologise. But everything I mention you obviously should be back in London or West because I'm not Henry the Bromhead's best mate, so I don't know whether he's gonna run or not, but in his stable tour and at the races, he did say mind's eye was... Uh, at least you get your money back. Meant, going to, bit. Meant, to be, meant to be going for the Grand Annual. And if he does, I think I think he's got a good chance. Race, race suits. Okay. Rob, Alexander, Grand Annual quickly. Yeah, I've gone for a couple of exposed types here. Just purely because the race is full of them. You kind of have to. Duke and Navin. I thought he ran really well in Ireland last time out. Duke of Navin, twenty to one. One four four looks. You run a bell. I, I love it. It probably doesn't give him a lot. It doesn't give him a lot of leeway. Do you think he'd be better off at Aintree? I love Duke of Navin, but I don't mean Cheltenham with his course. No, but I think as he gets older, this new course will suit him better and better. Hopefully. And then again, near the top of the weights, Aussie the Oscar. Ozzy the Oscar. I think he's actually top weight. He does look a big price. Uh, he's like 156. I can't yeah. believe it. I was bowled over when I saw his mark. I was like, but he, he won really well over course and distance in December off probably 150 odd, was it not? Mm. Uh, yeah, 152. It was one, yeah. 153. Wow. 153 wow. it was. I just went to adjust my glasses and then realised. And I, I think I think Ozzy the Oscar can... can Make a very bold bid for this race. Aussie the Oscar. It's only, Fantastic. He's only three pounds higher than his course and distance win early in the season. I like it. Ramble in the county didn't he as well a few years ago. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. Nice yeah. Okay. 
the final race of the week is the Martin Pipe Conditional Jockeys Handicap. They'll rename it the Martin Fagan in a few years. <laughs> <one thing. laughs> um, a race that we are told um, your, your man Gordon loves to win due to former connections and such. I mention it every time, don't I? Mention it every time, but it is relevant. And of course, this year, your favourite is Dallas Day Big Dong. Uh, five to one. Fav Uradel also in there at five to one. Early doors. Cartwright lead the double figure stuff. Um, but Dallas they picked on really has been one of the biggest anti post moves into Fav certainly in, in the last month or so. It went when was was notably twenty to one, uh, and is now uh, as we say five to one. Fagan does Dallas they picked on do the job. Yeah, I hope so, James. Why is that, mate? He's my biggest, biggest anti-most winner. Lovely. Oh, have you got that little ranking column on your spreadsheet? Yes, I that's, do. That's a, he's my biggest anti-most winner. It's a church he loves. Um, Good to see that. Thank I'll you. Just, I'll just start, <laughs> start with a few uh, trends for the Martin Pipe. Uh, Gigginstown are four for nine. In this race, if you backed every Gigginstown horse, you'd be fucking loaded. Well, exactly, you'd be, you'd be up 34 and a half points. 300 and whatever percent you'd be chopping it basically um, second one is backing all the Gordon Elliott's runners since 2015 you'd be up 14 points 100 and whatever percent and then another one is horses that had run over further than two two mile six over hurdles a six for 58 again you'd be plus 36 points you'd be you'd be chopping it again so each one of them trends are good if they all if they all come together you're doing very well for yourself and the two horses I like, not just because of the trends, but trends and I like them as well. First one, Churchy's obviously said it, the five stars to pick on, he's got an obvious chance. Uh, he's followed a similar route, not necessarily races, but in terms of what the trainer's done uh, to the storyteller, in terms of he entered them in a shitty two mile handicap or two and a half, whatever it was, at Cheltenham on Trials Day, just because Gordon Elliott likes to see what mark he's got. Um, his mark, his UK mark that day in January was 135. At the time, I was like, oh my god, this shit, shit's in and amount of pipe. Back there, thinking Gordon Elliott's going to keep him off, he's going to get in the pipe for 135. I'm guessing now Gordon didn't think he was going to get in off 135. So that's why he ran him a leopard down last time off his Irish mark of 130. He won that. Now he's guaranteed to run off 140. And at the time I wasn't really happy about it, but now I'm coming around to the idea that Gordon knows he's a group horse and the reason why he wanted to run him a leopard down is to absolutely guarantee running back Martin Pipe, which he's pretty sure he's gonna win anyway. He thinks he's got a good chance. So him running here off a mark of 140, I think it's a very, very decent mark, especially I forgot to mention earlier, especially the fact that he comes second to City Island. What I should have said on the Wednesday podcast is if you fancy City Island or if you think I've made a good case or whatever and you're going to back them, have a little bit each way and a double with, with Dallas to pick on. As long as you can get five or bigger, it's probably not a bad a bad, a bad double because if City Island does win, I expect that, uh, Dallas to pick on to be a, a, three, a three chance. At the okay. Gordon, Gordon loves him and he's got the best one of the best conditional jockeys riding in uh, Donna so he should go well and then the other one who fits the trends the Gigginstown trend uh, Gordon 
Elliot trained and he's run over to mile six or further. It's definitely blue. Um, he's, he's 20 to 1 in places now or 16 or whatever. He absolutely bombed out in the two mile grade one at Leopard Town, the one we've all been talking about, Third Approach and the Commander of the Fleet, Jingaya and uh, Gallant John John, whatever, all these horses. It was a strong race. But I'm willing to forgive that run. Um, it was really, really firm ground. It was like concrete that day. And um, I think he's side by saddle maker. He was an absolute, like, they, they want soft or at least decent ish ground, a little bit of cut. And there's no, no doubt there's going to be a little bit of cut in the ground come Cheltenham. That'll suit him a lot more than a little leopard sound like a road last time. He's a future three mile chaser, which is exactly what you want for this race. He fits a couple of trends, as I've said. Went over two and a half, uh, two, two and three quarters. His form behind Darren Ross, who we, who we mentioned in the other part of it, makes him look really well handicapped at 1.39. As I said, I think he finished behind him in Capior. He won a handicap of 1.32. He's running in the Martin Pipe off, I think. And Martin Pipe. He's running in the Potemps off, I think, 1.44. He finished behind Deffy Blue that day. Deffy Blue's running in the F139. So even just a quick glance at that makes him look at well handicapped, Deffy Blue. Um, also, also that ran in that Limerick race have got a decent record of winning at the festival. I think in the past five, six years, we've had 14 who ran in that race. He, he won uh, uh, he won a Neptune, and then he won the, the, the champion. He got Martello Tower, he won the Albert Bartlett, and got Penhill, he won the Albert Bartlett. So we've got a Norse 14 who won two grade ones, Martello Tower won a grade one, Penhill won a grade one, whereas definitely the Deffy Blue is a horse that's beat a horse who's rated one four four. He's not running in a Grade One. He's running in an handicap of one three nine. All the trends suit. He's giving sound. He's a future three mile chaser, and he's sixteen to one. If this was eight to one right now, I wouldn't bat an eyelid. He should be half the price. He should be ten max. This, this is the better of the day at the prices now. Dallas they picked on. I think Dallas they picked on. You top. like, but Deffy Blue's the better of the day. Prices. Price. At the price. It's all about price. David Barnes, are you in agreement? Yeah, we've got nothing to add here. Okay, Rob Alexander, are you in agreement? Yeah, I would say couldn't agree more, really. <laughs> uh, in terms of one who's a possible outlier in this race. Um, no, Nicky Henderson's Pim. Ah, I had a look at him. I really did. He stole away, isn't he? Yeah, I think he'll really relish a step up in trip and a proper stay in test. Uh, the form of his win at Kempton is nothing special, uh, but yeah, I, th- I think he just looks he looks like a horse that's going to need a proper stamina test. He's got it in his pedigree. Will he run? Like, have you heard anything? Is that? I feel like it's probably the most likely target. He's not going to go for it. Any- he's not going to. That's something it's a challenge. He's not gonna he's not gonna run in any he's not gonna run in the any of the graded races. Kempton for me proved he's not a flat track horse whatsoever. Like I agree with what Rob's saying. Pim was an interesting one for me. Obviously you know I love this race, I have loads on me shortlist. Yeah. Pim was an interesting one. Just the fact that Henson doesn't have a bad record in it, in the fact that like they, they run well ish. Like you had DSC to be feeding me last year, yeah. that run fifth or whatever did. Something like that. Ran, ran a decent race. Um Rather be got brought down a couple of years before, he would have won. Yeah. What we know of him now, he yeah, would have no, won. I, I, feel, I feel like so he's very interesting. He obviously runs horses who've, who've run that. Um, 
if he if he was a twenty chance or whatever on a day, like definitely I'll definitely back a few more on a day once I've seen Dex, but I think he's around sixteen twenty to one now. Yeah. You can kinda of get twenties about Pim. Yeah, I'd be I'd be I'd be leaving that for now, like. Okay. I think it's very telling about you. Oh, another thing about Deppy Blue. He sorry. feels like a proper steer to me. Con- yeah, yeah. Connor Brazil, right? Deppy Blue, so it's obviously another good jockey. Obviously, Gigginstown, Elliot, yeah. good jockey. All of those things are obvious to me. Obvious, obvious, mm. obvious. Okay, so to sum up, I want your best bet of day four, please. Each way is Deppy Blue your best bet of each? Of day four, or your best bet? Um, Nap of the day. Nap, win nap of the day. It wasn't me, but I think I've talked myself into it. Um, it might be the babies or something. I fancy a few. Obviously, but a lady, course of lean, first approach, all these. I think they're all good bets, but if we're talking about prices that are currently here right now, I think definitely, yeah, at 16 or bigger, it's massive. Is your each way better the day or your nap of the day? I think it's both, right, yeah. It's not, well, now I haven't really got a nap Friday, but sure. um, I think you should be. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Nap of the day, Barnes. Um, are you still with us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say. Um, Anything? Come back to me. I will do next <laughs> year. Come back to you next year. <laughs> Rob Alexander. Presenting person win the Gold Cup. Presenting, but and what's your each way better today? Uh, well, let's go for whiskey sour in the county. Whiskey sour. In the county, okay, uh, very good. Uh, come on then, Mr. Barnes, best bet of the day. Okay, stand up and fight. Is the uh... in the uh, in the fox <laughs> You fucking don't. A horse, you know, absolutely. Stand up and can't fight. Can't oh, lose the fight. Hang on, no, no. A horse, you know, absolutely full all about. They got beaten his point last time out. Give yourself some fucking, give yourself some respect. Put something up you actually fancy, not some absolute dog that's on That is you told. Okay, presenting Percy and the cock up and uh... Why did you say that? Each way back the day? Um, five. <laughs> <laughs> Each way. Eclair de Bofo? No, 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 um... Sibiru. <laughs> You seem to fancy that one in the thingy, in the Grand Daniel. You fancy Le Prezien loads? Le Prezien each way. Le Prezien each way. I want to tell everyone. Okay, and I want your nap of the festival. What just wins? What just wins? Bally Ward definitely wins the National Hunt Chase. Bally Ward wins the National Hunt Chase. For me, Vindication is... It's like twice the price it should be. Like. Vindication just wins. And uh, Churchy, what's yours? I'm gonna wait until Fagus says I don't want to dick Santini, it. doesn't matter what price it is, if it turns up it wins. Got two from Dave. You can't have two, you need one. Yeah. Santini. Santini. <laughs> Santini. He's changed his mind early. Let it be declared tomorrow. <laughs> Santini? Yeah. Is your nap of the festival? we don't care about it's not prices. best bet it's what just wins the surest thing of the festival oh well i don't work like that right? well i'm telling you not okay not not out here um min without Classic 
Well, that's what I want to put in. City Island. In the City Island. I'm putting in Classical Dream. So our is I'm massively strong. Our, multi, our, our talk, multi's going down in the first row. If you're talking about the strong each way, each way better the festival. Um, For the big price multi, City Island. City Island's going in both again. That is your bet of the festival. Well, City Island. That is to win the Ballymore. City Island is your win bet of the festival. It's your each way bet of the festival. Santini Barnes. That is your bet. That's your. Put classical. I'm, I'm, no, I've already put, put both of them. Actually, that's fine. Right. That's fine. Santini Barnes is your bet to win. Mm. Each way is uh, vindication. Okay, what race is Santini going in? Just for the list. The RSA. <laughs> the RSA. And Vindication is your each, anyway. Is your each way better the festival? And which way, which race is that going to? JLT. The JLT. Rob Ballyward for the National Hunt Chase, the four mile latte on yeah. race on Tuesday and Each Way Better the Week. Let me have a look. Whilst he looks Let's go for Cuneo in the per temps. Cuneo in the per temps. Um lovely. And Red Indian in the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but see, keeps forgetting to put. Which one are you going with, Vindication or Red Indian? Oh, yes. yeah, Vindication. Vindication. I'm going Classical Dream to win the Supreme, Jarvis Plate each way in the Valley Mall. <laughs> well done, lads. That is our. We're going to have two Yankees City <laughs> Island, Santini, Ballywater, Classical Dream, City Can't Island, wish. Vindication. Cuneo and Jarvis play. I like, Sat loose. I like the first one better. <laughs> um, we'd like to thank you very much for downloading and listening uh, to what we hope is at least one of uh, the Cheltenham Preview podcasts. We enjoy it as much as ever. Uh, please give us a follow on Twitter. I'm at our church of 26. Martin Fagan, you are. Yeah, don't know. At Fagan. At Fagan underscore 1987, I think. Yep. Yeah. Mr. Robbie. And that's Mr. Spot with an A and 17 and R. Correct. Uh, and David Bond is, shockingly, is not. Is <laughs> unavailable on Twitter. Is Twitter. Follow. What's the US traders Twitter account called? Mead, the Meadster. Follow <laughs> at The Meadster for more David Bond's yeah, legendary tweets. Just message tweets. me and ask him Yes, but thank you very much. And uh, we will see you. At this point, there might be a Women's World Cup preview podcast. I don't if, think any of us will be here for that. If there isn't, it'll be the National Hunt season preview uh, in mid You're not doing a Rugby World Cup podcast? I might, do a, I might do a Cricket World Cup podcast. We will see. Keep your feeds refreshed. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Go on, your boy. Go on, your boy. Have